And welcome in, everybody. It's Wednesday, and we say hello to you here on Priority Talk Live, WXJC Radio. Glad to have you at 101.1 FM, WXJCRadio.com, PriorityTalkRadio.com as well. And there you can find our Rumble page, and you can find our uh, podcast there as well, and all of our advertisers. So we're glad to have you with us today, and uh, we are in for a full program today. And uh, let's just get it started here um, with a Republican candidate for governor. Uh, Miss Lindy Blanchard is here in studio with us. And Miss Blanchard, it is a real pleasure to meet you as of about three minutes ago. <laughs> so you and I don't know each other. No, I just walked in the door. That's right. But thank you. I like to let people know we don't have any previous <laughs> uh, friendship or anything like that. Yeah. But when I reached out, you said I'll be there. And so sure. here we are. So I'm really glad to have you with us. I'm today. excited to be here as well. And you're traveling the state all I over am. the place. What, all do you, over. what are you finding out? What are you learning? Learning that people want to change. People want their voice back. They're um, tired of the dirty politics. You scratch my back, I scratch mm-hmm. your back. And they, they want better school systems, better um, opportunities in the rural areas. I'm hearing from the sheriffs on a lot of stuff. There's there's a lot of stuff people are wanting change in. Yeah. 205 941 1011. If you'd like to uh, ask a question or make a comment, you're good with that? Oh, of course. 205 941 1011. Here's your chance. Of course, the primary day is coming up uh, May 24, so it's getting close. It's time to really start focusing in on this and deciding who you're going to be uh, casting your, your, uh, your votes for coming up in just a few weeks. Well, I just want to take some time and we can go long form here, okay? Okay. And just let people get to know you. Okay. Uh, from Wetumpka, Alabama. Yes, so and, that's my uh, mom's side. So um, my whole mom's family's in, from that area, mm-hmm. and we started out there, and then we moved to Montgomery because my mom wanted us in Montgomery schools, and I went to JD in mm-hmm. high school there. I did public school my whole life, and at Jeff Davis, I actually worked at Bonanza, did the DECA program after mm-hmm. school, and. Um, I was one of those that got married young at age 19, and we had to make that tough decision as a couple who was going to go to school first, and so Johnny went first and got his degree. We paid off his student loan over a few years, and then at the ripe age of 28, I was able to quit my job that was supporting the family, and it was a minimum wage job, and then uh, got my degree in math and computers at age 32 finally, and uh, we're that typical young family that just we were trying to make it day to day and mm-hmm. fill up the gas tank and make it to work and fill up the grocery yeah. buggy so we could feed by the time I graduated two kids. So it, we were kicking it, and but just normal Alabama couple. Yeah. Now, what about your, because um, you're, you're a Christian lady. Yes. You talk, your family's been in yes. church planning and those yes, kind of things. My T- tell us about your, your journey. Okay. So, um my family has planted three Church of Christ churches in the Montgomery Elmore County areas, and I go to Landmark Church of Christ now and uh, love being a part of that uh, family. And Johnny and I have uh, been focused on in the last 17 years our nonprofit. So after I got my degree, uh, we were focused on, I thought I was going into actuary science but then we decided to do what he was doing which was apartments Mm -hmm. and we were started buying and selling apartments and our first apartment small property was in mobile and god uh really blessed that business 
and 12 years into the business, our oldest son was at South Alabama, and um, he got hooked with the wrong people and the wrong drugs, and he succumbed to his disease, Mm. his addiction. And when that happened, we just stepped away as a family. I quit everything, quit working with the business, and um, just focused on what God wanted for us next and prayed a lot. And that's when we decided to start our nonprofit, a nonprofit helping children in this state, orphans, uh, foster children, and just the least of these. And that's really what has healed our family over the past few years. And that's really what got me the position of ambassador. It was not my business experience. It was my nonprofit, and that's how I got highlighted in D.C. And I'm thankful that God opened those doors. And I think the story will be about walking through doors that you're surprised you walked through because as a mathematician, I never thought I would end up being an ambassador. But certainly, I never planned to start a nonprofit. It, it was just God pricking of the heart. Well, it's so common you see people out of your out of your pain comes your ministry you exactly know, comes your purpose exactly and it sounds like that's what you found out it of pain was of losing a child it, it really was the family purpose it was healing it's continued to be healing uh we love seeing all the children all over the world you know we're in 14 countries mm-hmm. working and uh certainly mostly the state of alabama with mm-hmm. all areas Agape of Central Alabama, we work with Lifeline, Mm -hmm. um, also Children of the World and Fairhope, and um, then other ministries. We've been with the Dullam House for 17 years. That was one of our, I think that was our second ministry that we partnered with, and that is um, a ministry in Elmore County that takes the children from um, the Tutwiler moms that are in prison so Tutwiler's a women's prison Mm -hmm. and keeps them in this Christian environment and setting so that they're not put in the crazy foster care system and they're taken care of in a wonderful Christian environment so we've had some we've had some similar ministries mm -hmm. like that on our show before those are very Mm -hmm. important for those kids I've been visited I've never visited that one uh, in Elmore County, but, mm-hmm. but I have some it's others. It's a great one. It's a great one. So just, you know, yeah. reaching out on how we can help the least of these in the state. Yeah. And at the same time, really, it's helping you as a person. You grow yeah. and build and grow and build in that area. And you've got quite a, a family as well. I so do. I'm a mom of eight. I'm a mom of eight. We've adopted five. And I still have three living at home that are in um, high school, so ninth grade and two tenth graders, and they're in public school in Pike Road, Alabama. Okay. Well, let's do, we got a couple of phone calls, so let's okay. see if we can get a couple in here before we go to our first break. Uh, Ken is with us, and he's calling in Rimlap, Alabama, and you may want to put those on okay. help here a little bit. All right, Ken, go right ahead. How y'all doing? So when y'all went to basketball court, y'all could actually play five on five. We could. We could. I have had people ask me if I was a coach because, you know, I've adopted um, international and they're, you know, we have a great looking, uh, diversified family. (laughs) Well, um, that is awesome. I had never heard what you just said earlier. So that, that tells me where your heart is. Oh, Um, thank you. That is great. Um, if you were elected, what would be the uh, 
what would be some of the things that you think need to be changed right off? All right. Hey, Ken, thank you for the phone call, man. Uh, y'all have a good one, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank give you. us one or two, and we'll okay. talk about some issues as we go forward, but mention a couple. Oh, well. What are the things at the top of your list? Okay, so before I left uh, to take the kids and the family abroad to serve for President Trump, my children were in sixth and seventh grade, and my seventh graders asked, hey, Mom, help me with this math, please. And, of course, I'm a mathematician, so I said, sure. And I showed them how to do it, and they said, Mom, that's not the right way. Mm-mm. And <laughs> yes. A lot and of parents I, have had yes, that experience. Yes, and so I said, this is the math that got us to the moon. Yeah. And that was my first experience with Common Core. And I believe 100% that Common Core is the common denominator of the failure of our school system in this yeah. state. So I will certainly focus on the education system. But they say that we don't have Common Core. We have it, and it's alive and well. I can tell you we do. I I know we do. We know there are a lot of parents out there that have seen it as well. They have. All right. Before we go to break, let's see if we can go to uh, Morgan County, and Clarence is with us. Clarence, go right ahead. One question. Yes, sir. Are you going to try to, if you get elected, are you going to try to stop the gambling that's illegal in the state of Alabama that our present governor is not stopping? That's a great question, and I just spoke uh, about two hours ago on that, and I said, um, you know, I'm the outsider in this race, and when I started learning about the gambling in Alabama and, you know, some of the candidates are getting gambling money, and this is what started the discussion, I said, who knew there's such a thing as good gambling in Alabama and bad gambling? So there's two different areas of gambling, and to me, Gambling is gambling, and it's all illegal in Alabama, and how can there be a good gambling and a bad gambling? So I was totally confused. So I'm the candidate that says, look, um, number one, it goes to a vote, and even more number one, you have to have a powerful governor that is a louder voice than the voice of the other people trying to push stuff and say, here's what they're trying to do. And they're trying to put a, a bill out that is not transparent, that a bill that's picking a winner and a loser, and it's my job as governor to be the megaphone of the people and tell everyone what's going on and be louder than the other megaphones that have been in this state trying to control where we go in gambling, marijuana, anything. Uh, you need to just have a strong governor that is not connected to any entity. I'm not connected. I cannot be bought. I do not take PAC money. I do not take big business money. And the reason I don't take any monies like that, I'm not going to be beholden to anyone but the voters in Alabama. And it's my job to keep this state focused on the road that we continue hopefully to stay on and that's a christian conservative value state and um at this point we're, we've kind of lost sight we've taken our i, I don't want to say we because i don't think all the christians in this state have but i do think a lot of the leaders that have claimed to be conservatives have um have basically uh Um, played the you scratch my back I scratch your back game and uh, we need to get out of dirty politics and be the conservative state that we are and not the fourth most corrupt state because of stuff well and uh, and gambling surely will add to the corruption it Uh, does Clarence uh, last thought Clarence 
Thank you for your time. All right. Oh, no, thank you. All right. Good, right. good question, exactly. Clarence. That's certainly one that I was wanting to ask as well. All right, we've got to take a break. 205-941-1011. Lindy Blanchard in studio with us. Of course, she'll be on the uh, ballot May 24th, Republican ballot, primary ballot for governor. And uh, I want to ask you more about how you uh, got connected with President Trump okay. when we come back. You kind of started there. Okay. But let's talk a little bit more about that when okay. we come back. Stay Sounds with good. us. It's Priority Talk. Thank you. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184-762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinance. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage and President Jim Corey, they create lasting relationships with their clients. Young adults call on Jim for their mortgage needs because their parents enjoyed an excellent mortgage experience maybe years ago. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call Jim and his team at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. Call them at 205-661-6868. Hello, I'm Norm Geisler. You're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Live. All right, we're back in, and um, Lindy Blanchard is with us, and uh, she is, of course, uh, running for governor, state of Alabama, as a Republican. Uh, tell us real quickly about how uh, President Trump, uh, did you know him no. at all from Wetumpka, Alabama? How do you know, <laughs> how do you get connected to President Trump and wind up being the ambassador to Slovenia, which... If we had more time, I'd love to get into that because that, that was just a, a socialist country. It and, was. and I know you probably learned a lot of lessons I over did, there. I did, and I know we don't want to get we don't the, go there. near the fringe of but socialism. How, do you, how does President Trump find you? You well, said you're a nonprofit. I'm a nonprofit. So I was working, going in and out of Capitol Hill, trying to um, do better for my nonprofit, not taking any government money, only meeting members uh, to learn how to do be better helping children. Mm -hmm. And one of the members was very powerful, and uh, she loved orphans and orphan policies. So that was Congresswoman Kay Granger, and I was just working with her on orphan policies and foster care and how to do better across the world. And uh, I just got to know a lot of members, and when you're not asking for money but at talking about children, you become friends. And two weeks after the election, I got a phone call and asking if I would apply for, not ambassadorship, but if I would apply for USAID administrator. So since I had worked with my nonprofit in 14 other countries, and I'd seen the misuse of our money being spent abroad, 
I thought like most of the conservatives up on Capitol Hill on we need to reel that money back in and spend it the right way and not misuse it abroad. And so they knew I thought that way. And so that was the first position I applied for. But God had a bigger plan and wanted me to do another job, and it was the ambassadorship. So it was it went from that position to, hey, here's this ambassadorship. Uh, we would love for you to work with us in the country of Slovenia, the first lady's country. Wow. And um, okay. well, that's so good. I had to go through the process, but it was walking through every door. Yeah. I can tell you the... Um, the Democrats did not want me to have that position, the ones that did not like President Trump, and it took me a while to get to post. And Senator Menendez, I had to go through a full cloture vote on the Senate floor, which is atypical of an ambassador. Yeah. And um, So they had to cloture to get you through? They did. Wow. And Senator Menendez, on the day of my cloture vote, uh, wanted to slam me on the floor for permanent record anyway just because he was, you know, felt that angry about Trump's wife, President Trump's wife, Melania, getting a political appointed ambassador. So this is all he could find on my Facebook page the night of the election. Um, the senator said, Mrs. Blanchard mixed religion with politics. Mm. And here's the prayer she said on the night of the election. So he quoted my prayer on the Senate floor that's in our yeah. record forever and ever and the prayer was may god our father paint this country red with the blood of jesus because mm. i thought it wasn't going to be red republican because it was about 11 p.m mm. the night of the election on 2016 so that's all he could find so i did get him to so quote a prayer on the senate he floor did you a favor there didn't he, he did <laughs> all right uh, uh michael call us back we missed you uh doug is out there on the road what's going on doug uh you're talking with uh miss blanchard go right ahead hey greg thanks uh, Ms. Blanchard, if you don't mind, uh, we we really, well, I say we, I really like a lot of things that Juan uh, DeSantis is doing in Florida. So if you could give me an example of something that he did that you do not like, and then one example of something that you really like of, of what Juan DeSantis is doing in Florida. Thanks. I'll just oh. hang up and listen. All right, Doug. Thank you, man. All right. Wow, that's a great question. Yeah, so one thing I've said over and over is, you know, if Ivy didn't know how to lead a conservative Christian state, all she needed to do was cut and paste DeSantis. Mm -hmm. So I've said that over and over, and I'm a believer in how he has run that state in all areas. I personally have not seen an area I didn't like. I'm sure there are areas I don't agree with totally because you don't agree with everyone 100%. Mm -hmm. But I do use he... Um, DeSantis as an example. I also use Abbott as an example. DeSantis more. Um, I say when I'm on the road that uh, when I first become governor, I'm going to be um, doing uh, exactly how he did, stepping out of the box and moving this state forward uh, in the conservative area. But more importantly, hopefully soon, that I'll have DeSantis team saying, Wow, we used to be the leader, but now we got to keep up with Governor Blanchard on yeah. conservative well, issues. We should so. be leading out. We, we should. should. Be. Uh, someone said the other day, you know, he barely won. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Very close. I know. I know. And they said, you know, Florida is a purple state governing like a red state. Alabama's a red state governing like a purple 100%. state. One hundred percent. So that's what a leader does. You bring in your team, 
and you're able to direct. And so he's been able to work with a bunch of legislators that really were not pro probably most of the stuff, but he's such a great leader that he's gotten a team together and they've moved that state forward. And that's what a leader does. You bring in the whole team. When I was serving abroad, I walked into an embassy of um, career, most of them Democrats in the embassy, and they didn't want me there. But I was able to lead that team and do what President Trump had laid out for for all NATO ambassadors in Europe. And we, we were kicking it. Hmm. Maybe an odd question, but hmm. let's say if you are elected, President Trump's, let's just say if he's reelected, yes. you won't be going anywhere. No, you, no, no, no. I'm going to lead this state. No, 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 no. I okay. will lead this state. I will partner with him. I'll get a lot done. Because I could see him coming back. But and going, not federal overreach. Lindy, I'll tell you that. You, we need you to come back. No, and, no, and no, no, no. I didn't think so, but <laughs> somebody might have thought that. You know, might have that <laughs> no, thought. Nope. Okay, you're in. I'm in. All right. We've got a half hour left with Lindy Blanchard. She's in studio. She's taking your phone calls at 205 941 1011. It's Priority Talk Live. Hey, we are uh, live on our Facebook page as well. Head over to uh, facebook.com slash Priority Talk. We've got the live <laughs> video there. And um, she's worth seeing. Me, not so much. But you can get a look here in the studio if you want to watch the conversation. Stay with us. <laughs> Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets, and at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com. And protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... We're back in, and we are visiting with Lindy Blanchard. She's uh, running for governor. You guys know that. You uh, you see her billboards. You see her commercials. <laughs> how, how does that feel? Because you, you haven't run for office like this, but you were running for Senate I for was. a short time. I was. Um, and then how does that feel to see yourself on TV all the time, or do, do you see much of it? You know, I try not to focus on yeah. that because I'm on the road so much, yeah. so I really don't watch TV But what that about much. the billboards? You see the, the billboards. billboards. Is that weird? It, it is weird. It's yeah. very weird. But um, you have to do it. You have if to you do wanna, it. If you want to hold a statewide position, Well, the you key have to. is getting your name out there and your story. The main thing is your story. Yeah. And, you know, I'm through and through Alabama. I've got a twin sister, Cindy. So we're Lindy and Cindy. We were just talking. I did not know that. That's Lindy very interesting. Lindy and Cindy. Okay. So our official names are Linda and Cynthia. And, but 
I've always been called Lindy my whole life. And let's back up because people, you were running for Senate at one point for a short time under the name Linda. I was. Tell folks why. Because, you know, as ambassador and in federal government, you have to use your official given name. So it's Linda. And so when I ran for Senate, uh, I kept Linda because that's my official given name. And U.S. Senator works. Yeah, so with if you would have if you would have become senator, that you would have been. You would have to use that name. Yes, okay. officially. But then when you brought it to the governor, when I you said I'm when Linda. I was yes, I'm when I brought it down name. to governor on. I'm going you know, back to I'm, my Wetumpka name. I am going back to the <laughs> name I only was ever called my whole life, Lindy. <laughs> I got you. All right, uh, Alan is with us, and uh, he's calling from up in Arab. Hey, Alan, go right ahead. You're on with us, Blanchard. Hey, hey, Greg. Hey, Lindy. Hey. Uh, good to hear your bio. That was great. Never heard that before. Uh, my question is: in your commercial, you talk about. Uh, stopping some of the legals coming in mm-hmm. and sucking from the government. Mm-hmm. How would you do that versus the other two candidates or, I guess, eight candidates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, I'm going to be very proactive on it. You know, I did a lot of um, work in Slovenia uh, in that area, partnering with that country as well on illegals, especially um, with drugs and human trafficking both. And I loved working in that area. But first of all, you've got to have a very proactive governor that's willing to do what Abbott and DeSantis have already done and throw them on a bus and get them out of here and send them north. And also be proactive on protecting against the ones that are here. That's hard to do, but it's not hard to do if you're working with ICE and you're working with great local law enforcement and good mayors. But we have mayors now that are not abiding by the sanctuary city law, and they're allowing, they're overlooking things and allowing things to just happen. And right. I would do the same thing, and there would be consequences against those cities that have those mayors that you're not going to get state funding anymore and, uh, you know, consequences. But working covertly is my favorite part. If you can't do it with ICE, you can't do it with the mayors, because we do have a lot of, um, uh, I would say, drug lords in this state that are coming straight from the um, Mexican-U.S. border straight into Alabama. So we have a drug cartel here, and they're kind of locked in. But you can work covertly if the mayors and ICE can't handle it and the local law enforcement to get them out as well and get them back because we don't want people in this state, A, that are burdens on us, illegals. They're um, weighing down our health care. Uh, right. We're yeah. um, paying well, we for have, their food. We They're, certainly it's all a tax see the results burden. of it. And you it's even said burden. you would drive them. You said you you'd drive said the bus I would take or take them. your truck. I said I would put them on an airplane <laughs> and they would have to pay for their own bags. But I'm going to do anything that I can do to get them out, to get this state clean, um, because, you know, I did live the um, family life of a child that was had become an addict, and I'm a believer, and you got to start there. And then you also, on the students in school that we have that are dropouts that are ending up out of school because they're hopeless, we've got to give high school students hope. And right. with that, it's a vocational education that I grew up with, and... Uh, you don't have to have this wonderful zip code or this wonderful school system in your area 
uh, because you're rich and you're living in the right area, but you have it because it's across the board and it's a given right of every child in this state to have the same education. Very good. Alan, right. we appreciate good. the phone call. Hey, thanks. Yes, Thank sir. You. Yeah, good, great question. Good luck. All Thank right. you, sir. Yep. All right. Uh, you mentioned about the mayors and uh, not in the in sanctuary cities yes. and how we would deal with them. Can we do a similar thing to that with the counties, the sheriffs, and the and the municipalities yes. that don't enforce yeah. a gambling? Yes, I law? think so. Because as we said, the governor's not enforcing the nope. law. No uh, one she's is pushing it downstream to the. And some counties are. You're traveling the states. Some, some counties you drive through. There's bingo yes. everywhere. Others yes. there's none. Yes. Can we? Can we deal with those people directly and say you must enforce the law? Yes, I think, you know, there's ways that we can deal with anyone that's not abiding by the law. Yeah, because they just decided we're not going to enforce this law. Of course, they would look and go, well, we can't do it without the resources from the state. Exactly. We need the help. Exactly. And it's all about follow the money on everything. And um, it's it's a big, what I call padded pocket policies. They mm -hmm. ignore where money's coming in and look the other way and if if you're a candidate or a governor that isn't bought and not taking those partnerships and not willing to do it in the future and i'm not going to take a salary i'm doing this because i love this state so I you plan not to take a salary no, if you're governor I'm not taking a and you salary. said you're not taking pack money no um i'm not you, partnering you're, you're taking you, do you have a limit on do donation uh, oh, my, all my donations are very low i okay. haven't had to make a limit because mm -hmm. i don't reach out for big businesses yeah. i okay. people don't want are you are you funding a lot of your own campaign i am funding yourself? my campaign okay okay i am funding so my you're campaign. sort of in the mode of, of president trump and that you i'm 100 i'm gonna only, do this so i don't beholden yes, anybody i have only gotten sixty thousand thousand dollars in donations total wow. because i do not reach out because i do not want to be beholden to anyone mm -hmm. that i have to pay back before i make the best decision for this state that's needed and before i do what the voters want so i'm not willing to pay back tom dick and harry that you know other candidates have to because I'm not willing to get in their boat. I'm just right. not going to do it. All right. I'm with you. All right. Uh, Michael is uh, up in ARAB. Michael, go right ahead, my friend. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I want to thank Ms. Platcher for being on here today. I, I really didn't know much at all about you, and uh, I've really learned a lot today, and I think you represent yourself well. I'm, I'm impressed with you not taking the PAC money. And, uh, I had called Greg yesterday wanting a debate. It's been very frustrating that Governor Ivey won't debate. She and I was watching the local news last night on Channel 19 and saw where y'all had a debate possible last night. I wish we did. Been there. Mm -hmm. We did. And it was great. It went well. Um, and, you know, I would do one every night if one were set up because that's what the people need to see and hear is us talking just, you know, off the cuff with mm -hmm. questions. And I loved it. And But I would always say everyone needs to look up where funding's coming to every candidate in every race, not just governor, mm -hmm. because decisions are made, you know, all over in all areas uh, with money being involved all the way to the sheriffs and all that. So we need to just focus on where is the money, follow the money, and then you can see who's bought and paid for. You can see what area they're going to work in mm -hmm. and... Um, all you got to do is go to candidate contributions and type in a name and type 
I would type in January 1, 2022 yeah. to, to date, and you can look up all candidates. The hard part of that, though, is they hide it under these weird names. and you don't. Sometimes it's hard to know. Yeah, but you can say, it'll yeah. say PAC usually. Yeah, you can say And PAC. then you can, if you know the gambling, mm-hmm. you know, people, you can look up yeah. that type thing. If you know uh, if that person did this business or that business, you can look it up. But yeah. it, it's it, research. It, it does take some work. Michael, uh, final thought? Uh, just going to ask, is there any uh, debates in the future that catch you, and if so, when and where? All right, Michael. Thank you, ma'am. Not right well, now not right that now. I know of, but I will let you know how about that on yeah. any debates because well, we love people showing up. And But there is a copy of the debate last night that we can get to you that you mm-hmm. can get out to the public. Mm-hmm. I watched um, it. You did. I watched it this morning. Okay. Uh, the the you know I didn't see it last night, but I watched it this morning. Okay. And uh, I thought well, it was great. Okay. And I was going to ask you about it, Michael. He segued for <laughs> me because that's exactly where I was headed, because it it was there was somebody missing. There was somebody missing. It definitely was somebody missing. And, and, and I I don't understand that. Uh, I, I'm well, I'm uh, and and especially if we were to if we get to a runoff, which I know you say we will. I'm, um, bl- I'm a believer. We've got to have a debate. We I mean, have it's the to governor have a debate. of the state. Now, I, I say if if Joe Biden or Donald Trump had said, I'm not going to debate. Yeah. Oh, it would it, it would have been a meltdown it across the board. It would have. But how do we allow that to happen? It, it, not that you do. The, the people. The people. How do we allow ourselves to have a governor or someone who wants to be governor again not debate? It, it's mind-boggling we to me. We should debate among the Republicans, and then when there's a Democratic nominee and a Republican nominee, they should debate. I agree. You, you shouldn't you just say, think. I've got it made, I'm in the lead, and <laughs> exactly. I don't want to blow it. If you're afraid of blowing it, something's wrong. Well, the person that should be afraid of blowing it is the outsider like me, but I'm willing to step out there, jump in, you know, take the risk, answer all the questions I can, Honestly, because, you know, I'm the outsider and it's going to be black and white. Mm-hmm. I'm a mathematician. I'm just going to tell you what I'm focused on and tell you who I'm not going to work with or who I will. Or, um, you know, I'm going to work with like-minded people, mm-hmm. Christians, conservatives that believe in this state and believe in, that we need to move it forward. I will not appoint uh, non-like-minded people like Governor Ivey's done. She's appointed nine Democrat judges. We all know how judges can change a landscape for the future, and that's concerning to me. It is very concerning, and uh, I I I was um, I knew she wasn't going to debate, but when you look up there and you see all the candidates except for the sitting governor, who's been governor for six years and should have a better command of the issues than anyone. And they're not there. That's and she a, ought to be proud of her numbers that, yeah. you know, If it's as great as years. her commercials say it is, then why yeah. not? Yeah, but, you know, she says 50,000 jobs, and guess what? That's over her tenure. She mm-hmm. acts like she just created 50,000 jobs. Well, that's over six years almost, mm-hmm. and you divide that by five, five and a half, or six. Yeah. That's between 8,300 and 10,000 jobs a year. Mississippi alone did 20,000 job creations last year well help me with this number then mm-hmm. uh, we've got this low unemployment mm-hmm. we say whatever the number what is it two point yeah, something yeah. percent yeah. but everybody i know is trying to hire people exactly how we're not we, d- d- they just don't count people who don't want to work that they don't 
Okay, that's what I thought. They don't. They, you know, people are staying at home. They got those stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. They got used to, you know, the lazy boy and not going to church. Because everybody's trying to hire. Yes, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. But yet they talk about this low empl- unemployment. Mm-hmm. That's why I talk There's about no on way. the campaign trail workforce development. We need to create straight out of high school workforce development. Yeah. Well, you're right on about follow the money. You, you have to money. follow the money and um, see who's taking what money. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of the biggest, we've talked about one of them, but we haven't talked about the other. Uh, two of the biggest money that will control this state, absolutely, they already almost do, mm-hmm. is gambling. Yep. But even bigger than that, it's going to be the marijuana yep. industry. And, you know, uh, it's coming. Ag Commissioner Rick Pate, he just says it like it is. He doesn't want to get anywhere near those licensing because. He's already seen the willy-nilly of rich people trying to buy partnerships with our wonderful farmers. And uh, it's going to be a pay-to-play as well, unless you have a governor that will lock and load against dirty, that, that is not bought and paid for by anyone, and doesn't owe any favors. So that's what we got to have. It's so bought and paid for that we could not even get out of the Republican caucus Exactly. Senator Stutz could not even, an OBGYN exactly. from Northwest Alabama, mm-hmm. could not even get out of caucus nope. a bill to committee to uh, require ladies of childbearing age to present a negative pregnancy test before they get marijuana it's from a dispensary. Exactly. And we so. We couldn't even get it to the committee. That's how already in control of this. I believe that industry is. It is. So it's, you know, like I said a while ago, we are the fourth most corrupt state in the United States. So we have to fix that by getting people in that aren't willing to be bought. And you mentioned, you know, pregnancy and uh, marijuana. I have partnered with Preacher Henderson in the north. Actually, he's partnered with me. He's endorsed me. And the reason he's endorsed me is, A, because, you know, I've been so focused on adoption over abortion. But also, he found out when he was trying to save babies, uh, he thought certainly the abortion clinics were closed when this state was shut down, when the churches were shut down, when the um, businesses were shut yeah. down. The, the schools, non-essentials. The yeah. non-essentials. The schools, yeah. The schools were shut down. Our children were masked if they were going to school. And so he just assumed the abortion clinics were shut down. So he thought one was breaking the law. So he, like, approached them. And he found out that Governor Ivey had not shut down the abortion clinics during that time when this state was shut down. And that's just astonishing to me. That just, you know, that goes against my grain, of course, because I choose adoption over abortion. I'm trying to help the least of these. That's been my focus since the death of our oldest son and um it it's just stunning it's heartbreaking wow i didn't even know that all right we got to take our final break of the hour lindy blanchard in studio we'll have time for another phone call or two it's open get in right now 205-941-1011 hey how y'all doing this is john crawl of big oak ranch and i just want to encourage you to tune in with greg davis on priority talk
times I've wandered And more times I've been lost But you always find me Because you're never gone Now they sing a requiem A funeral in my name It's a haunting thing to Okay, we're back in, and uh, Lindy Blanchard with us, and we've got just a few more moments here. A couple of things I want to hit quick. Um, Gas and grocery tax. We Uh don't got to break it down all the way, but tell us where you're at. So I've been focused on that, so I'm suspend the gas tax on day one. You can do that as um, a governor. You can call in an emergency. You can start the suspension process on that day, and then it goes to the legislators, and we figure out, you know, how to roll it back, um, when we can stop. Uh, you can twist fi- as many arms to get aw- do away with it as yes. we're twisted to get it there to begin yes, with. Yes, you can, you can do <laughs> that. Because there was a lot of arms twisted. You can do that. There was a lot, and it was definitely um, backroom dealing. And the, few that were able, and the few that were willing to vote against it mm-hmm. got their name on a bad list. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a, um, so I'm a no gas tax, no uh, grocery, grocery tax, no um business privilege tax now they did do it for half governor ivy did take away half but a like a year later she's going to do that i mean she should have gone ahead and just cut that Mm -hmm. and cut the whole thing um people are hurting and i'll be doing a um, press release tomorrow day after tomorrow on a grocery tax and my mission is to put money back in our pockets you know i've been that young couple that had to decide do I buy three meats this week for my kids, or do I fill up my gas tank? And mm-hmm. is the gas tank gonna is the gas gonna last all week back and forth to work? And so I've been there, and that's where I feel like a lot of these couples and young families and families in general are. And I'm gonna focus on Reaganomics and good old Trump America First policies as governor. Okay, and I want to look back around to the gambling issue okay. as well because you got to ask about that earlier. Yeah, and. Um, you know, so people can understand the process. It's the legislators, your your representatives yes. and your senators, who would who would pass that. Yeah, it's uh, their people they vote in. So it's yes. the voters' people, the legislators, bring the bills up. As governor, I cannot say. That doesn't go to the governor's desk. No, it goes I to cannot the say. I cannot say. Look, you legislators, you can't put this bill out. I mean, they yeah. do what they do. But I can partner with them to hopefully direct how how they put out bills, what bills they put out. But I certainly can't say no. But I certainly can direct and push and say I don't want to be known as the gambling governor, and I'm not yeah. going to be known. I can say, you know, here's what, here's my thoughts. Let's push this state forward in this area. Let's put money back in the state in this area. So people aren't begging for it and having a delusion thinking that's going to solve all the problems. Yeah, and that's and that's what they're told. All right. Yeah. Uh, help me out here, Jason. Um, who have I got? Okay. Uh, go right ahead. Is it Ryland? Go right ahead. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, I was wondering about um, so gas prices when um, Ms. Blanchard is governor. I was wondering about how much they're going to be. That's my first question, anyway. Okay. Well, say it one more time, brother. Um, I was wondering, how much more gas prices are going to be when Ms. Blender is the governor? 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Jason, if you can clarify what he's saying off the air, I'm having a hard time understanding. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> okay, no, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding. We're getting late in the game here, so it's difficult for me to understand. So, I, so I'm, I'm sorry about that. But I hear you saying you don't want to be the gambling governor. And, uh, you know, Governor Ivey said that was her biggest regret from the legislative session. Of all the things that we could have regrets over Shocking. not getting done. Well, I can tell you the reason she doesn't show up for debates is because there's no excuse on where we are in education numbers. There's no excuse on um, where we are in job performance because we all see that there are issues. We can't get people into our businesses to work. We all see that um, she hasn't focused on the voters and what they're hurting right now, how the, the people are hurting. So a governor that would know the cost of a gas, you know, full tank of gas, a governor that would know the cost of groceries, a full grocery buggy, um, would help. And you would realize that people are suffering and we need to help the people as governor and take away some of those burdens. And she hadn't done it. So she she would have to answer those questions. Yeah. And obviously doesn't want to do that. No. Um, and look, here, I'm not anti uh, the governor okay it, it could it be worse yes it could be worse okay the question we have to ask ourselves at this point is can it be better exactly so do you want status quo or do you want to get up and go let's move this state forward let's you know be in competition with the states around us well, to me that's why the debates are so important because mm -hmm. we get to see could it be better it when can. you see people side by side like it you can. guys all were last night it can Someone that doesn't have self-interest, that's not going to yeah. take a paycheck, that's, yeah. you know, not focused on padding their pocket, but focused on moving this state forward and making a difference for the kids for the future. Yeah. Of the other candidates that are running, I don't know how mm -hmm. much you, you're at, you're all at different events together. Who have you enjoyed sort of getting to know a little bit of the other candidates that maybe you didn't know before, or maybe you did know them? Who, who, who do you enjoy being around? There are a couple. So yeah. um, we have one that's focused on yoga. Yeah, which is pretty entertaining which he's very entertaining and and he lightens up the whole mood and you have to be able to um laugh during some of the debates or some of just the conversation the forums yeah. and enjoy life and see that this young entrepreneur is yeah. um in his way just trying to yeah he, had enjoy one, he the has moment. one answer for alabama he does Yoga. he does he does and you just have to be able yeah. to laugh yeah all yeah. right so uh, he hadn't got to know too many of them then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've gotten to know a lot that we are very like-minded, yeah. like Lou. Lou and I are very like-minded. Okay. I had a feeling you might go there. Yes. All right. Lindy Blanchard, May 24 is the uh, primary vote, and uh, we want everybody to vote. And I hope mm -hmm. you guys were able to get to know her better. That was our goal. Thank okay. you for coming. My we pleasure. Surely Thank do appreciate you. It. Thank yes, you so much. We'll be right back with another hour. Okay. And we welcome you back in. It is our number two of Priority Talk Live here on WXJC Radio. Beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. I just walked outside um, with Lindy Blanchard and just, um, my goodness, oh, it feels good. We, we need to build a deck out front. 
and on a day like this, do that, the show outside. That is a perfect Why idea. Why are we inside? Let's move the equipment outside right now. Let's go. Man, I'm Let's for go. it. You I'm get the board, I'll get this in. Well, we can do it on the phone really easy. I'm Just go outside on the phone. Heavy. No, I'm kidding. Um, but um, we'll give you some perspective. I'll give you some of my thoughts on Lindy Blanchard a little later this hour. She just spent the whole last hour with us here in studio. It was my first time to ever meet her um, or be in the same room with her. I literally met her two minutes before we went on the air. And um, I'm processing. I'll give you some of my feedback a little later. Right now, though, I am uh, really excited to visit with Lisa Hogan, the executive director of Save a Life Incorporated, of course, uh, doing such great work with... Um, uh, preg pregnancy Test Center and Crisis Pregnancy Center um, all over the place, based out of Birmingham, but uh, they've got influence all across. And uh, Lisa, it is good to have you with us. It's been a little while. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks uh, for the opportunity to talk about what we do. Well, absolutely. And uh, I want you to share some good news with us in just a few moments. <laughs> but first, just tell folks about Save a Life and, and the work you do, and then others like you as well, all across uh, the northern half of Alabama and beyond, how important it is. That's right. Uh, yes, we are a pregnancy resource center. Uh, our our particular organization has two facilities, with a third soon to open here in the Birmingham metro area. But there's are there are over twenty some odd hundred across the nation that do the work that we do and our job is our goal is to get clients in here who are in unplanned pregnancy situations or have are suffering from the consequences of sexually risky behavior and we are our centers are fully licensed medical clinics so not only can we do the pregnancy test and ultrasound for free and give them the facts that they need to know to make an informed decision we also provide STI and STD testing uh, for women and men who find themselves in difficult situations. So we, we just want to educate them and inform them with life-affirming information. Um, we're not going to tell them what choice to make, but we sure want them to know what their options are and make an educated decision when they do and know the pros and cons of every single option, whether it's parenting or adoption, or even if you choose abortion, this is what you need to know about that before you do. And oh, by the way, you are more than welcome to come back to us should you make that choice to uh, terminate a pregnancy. Yeah. Yes. So it's a busy season. I mean, we're in a very, very busy season, and with the row. Uh, the, the the Supreme Court decision looming that um, it's just getting busier than ever, and we want to be we want to be the ones they come to when they're in those situations because we know we're going to love them right where they are, and hopefully help them feel like they have someone who genuinely cares and to, about them and loves them. Outstanding and uh, save a life, of course, uh, one of the uh, well-known names in this kind of mm -hmm. ministry. But there are literally dozens across our listening audience Correct. of similar type like-minded uh, crisis uh, pregnancy resource centers uh, or, or, you know, different ones. And they Absolutely. focus on, and some have ultrasound, some may not, and they offer mm -hmm. this service or that service. But all together, uh, they're working to, uh, to help ladies and young men um, when they come in with these issues. And so... Uh, yeah, and we offer, when we provide continued support, by the way, I yes. mean, that, we don't just stop with pregnancy tests. Yeah. We offer education resources, and uh, we we can see clients, our uh, yeah, our clients up to the time that a child is the age of three years of age, and hopefully mm -hmm. them get them started with ed excellent education opportunities that also help them earn the resources they need. So it's, uh, it is a... It is amazing to see. We've been doing this 
Save a Life is found was founded over 42 years ago, and uh, we've been in business ever since. So. Yeah, wonderful. Well, one of the reasons we had you on today in particular <laughs> was because of this news from Planned Parenthood of the Southeast. So tell us what's going on. So, yeah, yesterday I learned uh, we, rumors were flying that they were uh, struggling, the, particularly the center here in Birmingham and the one down in Mobile, have been struggling to um, perform provide services, which is, for us, that's a, that's a good thing, right? But um, I learned yesterday that as of, uh, I think, last weekend, they are no longer providing abortion services in the state of Planned Parenthood of the Southeast. That doesn't mean there's not another other abortion clinics. Right. Planned Parenthood of the Southeast is not performing uh, providing abortion services in the state of Alabama or even in Georgia. So for us, that means Birmingham is once again, at least for now, an abortion-free uh, city, which is phenomenal. Now, now, what about the other um, clinics as well, though? Now, where, Planned Parenthood had clinics where? Birmingham? Just in the city, in the state of Alabama, in Birmingham, and then in Mobile. And they refurbished the Mobile location many years ago. Well, they, of course, they ended up closing. They had a, a facility over on Southside, and that that was closed for years. And then in twenty late 2020, they opened the new facility that's just off of the interstate. Yeah. And have um, even from that from that moment, they have struggled to get providers. And thank goodness, Alabama's a pro-life state. That's the you know good news is that our legislators are pro-life friendly, and it's just been they've been had a hard time getting providers to come in. Thank the Lord, providers to come and perform the services. So they were limited on what they were offering anyway. But uh, we 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 just call that an answer to prayer and and are grateful that we have an opportunity to speak into the decision. Well, I know the Planned Parenthood in Birmingham had been in this situation previously, and then, yes. they, then they pretty much ended up shutting down and building the new facility. Start so fresh. even That's with right. the new facility, they're still um, can't, can't still make struggling. it work. And, and that's yeah, that, great. Yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. Is it? They can't get the provider, so you're saying they're they're having this hard time finding a doctors that'll come in. That's exactly right. People who will come in. So traditionally, Birmingham has been somewhat known for the even when the um, New Woman All Woman was open years ago, mm-hmm. they would fly in providers from around the country, and that's why these legal issues and the uh, legislative issues about the. Um, uh, Oh gosh, just my, the um, hospital privileges has been so important. Yes, uh, th- that's why they have become such big hot topic issues. But traditionally, they've flown into Birmingham. They'll come in, spend a day, and perform the uh, for services, and then fly out again. The only centers in the state that have been and I say successful from the perspective that they're kept their doors open have local providers that do the work that that they do yep. so, so that's that's the only those are the only ones who have remained open I shouldn't call them successful because for that that's not a success no no but they've they've been able to keep their their, their doors open um, so well, yes. so Planned Parenthood of the Southeast has suspended services in, in the state of Alabama, so that would be Birmingham abortion and Mobile. Services, abortion correct. services. Yeah, abortion mm-hmm. services. And also in Georgia, is that correct? And, and Georgia. And I'll be honest, I don't even know. I know there's some very large uh, clinics, and I, I was going to actually look up to see where that is. I we, I mean, I, I know that there's plenty of places to go if, if you know where to look. And yeah. We intentionally don't know exactly where that is because then we can honestly say... We don't refer or perform, obviously, but 
um, I, 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 that's terrible to say that I don't know where they are in the state of Georgia. Well, no, that's fine. That's outside of your, your purview, but, but that was the word that came down was that they Correct. were suspending in Alabama and Georgia. I just wanted to throw that in there. Probably similar type situation. They're having a hard time finding doctors that'll come in and do it and so that that's a good thing um if they're having this this is all good look it's a spiritual battle we all know that but it fleshes out practically and uh you know we want less uh less people going looking for an abortion that's one part of the battle Mm -hmm. the other part is we got less doctors willing to come in and do the abortion so it it all plays together to reduce the number of, uh, of of abortions and increase the number of babies that uh that 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 actually are born and uh, and then groups like you and others uh, continue to work with those families uh, beyond uh, the baby being born and uh, and try to help them uh, establish a, a stable a stable family uh, unit exactly in, in the and local provide churches. the help and hope they need that's that's what we're here for to provide help and hope that they need and somebody sometimes they just need somebody to listen to them and just be a sounding board we're not like i said we don't tell them what to do we're not here to do that we're here to listen to them and just let them know what their options are and um it's it's a it is really amazing to see how god works around here and um, we, we appreciate the opportunity to have have a chance to speak into that. Yeah. And always need more help, by the way. If anybody's looking to find a, something to get involved with, we can. I can assure you every single pregnancy resource center in the southeast can use help. All over the country can use help. So if somebody feels led, then they need to contact us, and we'll get them plugged in somehow. Absolutely. Uh, they're always understaffed and underfunded, mm-hmm. always. And uh, we've had many of them on the show over the years, you and others as well. SaveAlife.org, and uh, Lisa Hogan's the executive director uh, here out of Birmingham. And, of course, uh, we connect with them, and they can even help you connect with a group that's more in your community if you want to volunteer. Sure, absolutely. Because uh, we've got listeners all the way up into Tennessee, Lisa. So, you know, you guys can oh, help, help them uh, find find um, find somebody local to them where they can get involved and plugged in, and uh, they're a great source. And so that's just great news that Planned Parenthood is – uh, suspended all abortion services. And that's not to say that you can't still find an abortion in Alabama, because you can. Unfortunately, you can, yeah. And we won't even tell where those are. Uh, if we even knew, <laughs> we won't tell. But 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 it's much more difficult, because Planned Parenthood yeah. is sort of this, uh, you know, this flashing abortion sign out front that draws people in, and they build them in places where they've got a built-in clientele. They do it on purpose. Mm, absolutely. And so they, they target those communities. And so this is, this is, we talk about good news, Christian values, this is the good news. And, uh, Lisa, we sure do appreciate news. your time today. Thank you, ma'am. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Stay Greg. in touch. To Stay in touch. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good news there, my friends. And, um, man, that that's awesome. Uh, so, Planned Parenthood saying, no, we, we can't even find anybody to come in and do the abortions. That's a good thing. Keep praying. Keep that's praying. A blessing. Keep praying because this is a spiritual battle, and that's 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 something to pray for. Pray for, pray for against the doctors who would consider coming into our state and performing abortions because uh, that's that's the only reason they're not having them is they don't they can't find uh, a, a a provider to do it. Yeah, pray for God to convict their minds. That's right, and, and that's what's happening. In their hearts. That that's what's happening. And so yes, there are abortion facilities in the state. I, I know Tuscaloosa, Huntsville, Montgomery all have abortion facilities. I don't know where they are, or what the names of them are. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Lisa even wants to know uh you know where they are but uh when planned parenthood shuts down that that takes a big uh, chunk of the abortion movement uh, down with it 
when they stop providing abortions. Of course, as soon as they find a doctor, they'll start right back up when they can find doctors. But let's just pray against doctors. Okay, 205-941-1011. Lindy Blanchard was with us first hour. We'll talk to you some about her visit uh, when we come back on the other side. Stay with us. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184-762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212 I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinance. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage and President Jim Corey, they create lasting relationships with their clients. Young adults call on Jim for their mortgage needs because their parents enjoyed an excellent mortgage experience maybe years ago. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call Jim and his team at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. Call them at 205-661-6868. Hi, I'm Cricket Carpenter listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Okay, we're back 22 minutes after the hour. Uh, let's hear from you, 205-941-1011. Uh, we can certainly take a reaction from uh, Lisa Hogan's visit about uh, Planned Parenthood ceasing abortions in Alabama and Georgia. The two uh, clinics in Alabama, I'm not sure how many they have in Georgia, uh, but uh, Birmingham and Mobile, Planned Parenthood's not performing abortions as of uh, last week for lack of doctors willing or able to come in and uh, and do such that's worth saying thank you lord amen i mean that that's big and look there's there's a there's a lot of lot of spiritual capital that goes into that happening that doesn't just uh that's not just a coincidence that's not even a thing in jewish life or whatever not coincidence doesn't even exist not even a word for it God always devises ways. It, it, it is um, absolutely uh, intentional, the intentional effort spiritually of many people putting the prayer and the, and the practical work behind it that it takes to, uh, to, to take down something like a Planned Parenthood. And so they are there, and they're you know, providing whatever few little services they do around the edge. But, of course, abortions is what it's all about. So thanks to Lisa Hogan with SaveAlife.org for joining us. And uh, we uh, always enjoy having the uh, uh, pregnancy resource centers, the crisis pregnancy centers, uh, whatever they call themselves, like, you know, different versions of the same name. Uh, they are all over our listening audience in, in towns and counties all over the place. Support them. Churches, put them in your missions budget. Send volunteers. Upgrade the facilities. Buy equipment. Donate diapers. Give cash. That saves lives. It's important, and they do a lot of good work. I've been to many of them, 
and we've had many highlighted here on this program over the years. Okay, so that's important. 205-941-1011. Praise the Lord. Um, then Lindy Blanchard was here last hour. I don't know how many of you heard that visit. It was last hour, and I know people normally listen one hour or the other. Um, some of you may catch both hours or pieces of it. Um, my first time to meet her, Jason, yours as well. Um, she got here right on time. She was to be here at 4 o'clock. We go on the air at 4.05. <laughs> I mean, literally, uh, we, we, we introduced ourselves before we went on the air. Right on it. And I, I didn't know her, never met her, never been in the same room, never even spoken on the phone. I had texted with her. That was it. So I didn't know her at all. Yeah. Um, and I was impressed. Yeah. And she she was sharp, right right on. And I was impressed. It, it, it was it's <laughs> that's the fun thing for me, mm-hmm. from all my years of covering politics and media, uh, to get a politician to show up with anything on time was was a miracle in and of itself. She just boom. She, she was, was right, right on here. time. She was ready to go. Um, I, I was impressed. Now, we can get into the sp- specific issues, okay? Maybe I'll do a little bit of that. But uh, I was impressed on the air and off the air with, um, with, with her compassion. Um, she's had two kids pass away. Uh, and so, uh, and she's adopted, how many did she say? Six. Um, traveled the world working in orphanages and such and, and here in Alabama. So I saw a lot of compassion there from her, and I saw I saw it in her eyes as as she spoke of it, on and off the air. Um, she certainly didn't brag on herself. Um, she's been very her and her husband have been very successful in real estate, and she yeah. she just kind of blew right through that and said the Lord was good and yeah. okay she didn't go it's on and on and on to go to work. about accomplishments and how accomplished of a a business uh, person that she is. Yeah. Um, she finally did it, it kind of admit I had to push her a little bit that she's pretty much funding her own campaign. Good for her. And we'll talk Good about her. we'll talk about funding here in just a moment uh, well, campaigns. But she's funding her own campaign practically. Yeah, there's something to be said when you when you have someone who, like she stated earlier, doesn't want to be beholden to anyone. Yeah, isn't isn't going to take a salary. Smart move. If Smart she's elected move. governor, so that that always impresses someone with their motive of service. Uh, so I was I was impressed with that. Um, but let me tell you this. Let me tell you what else I saw. And, you know, when you sit across the table from someone for an, for an hour. You can kind of look them in the um, eye there. I, I saw someone tough as nails, too. Tough. Not soft. Not squishy. Now, I might have agreed with her or disagreed with her on, on some things. But she wasn't squishy. She, she was tough. And, uh, and, 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 and could be, you could tell, can stand, can stand her own ground. Uh, yeah, that was so very I was apparent. impressed with that as well. That was very apparent to me. So those were my initial impressions uh, of her. That I, I just kind of wrote a couple of things down right after she left, and that was my my thoughts as far as her um, her personhood, her family, uh, Church of Christ, and she mentioned how they had planted several Church of Christ churches in the state of Alabama. Uh, I do know traditionally Church of Christ uh, folks are, are very conservative, okay, and so. Um, I, you know that's her background. That's her family background. She she is an Alabamian. I like that. Uh, she's born and raised in the center of the state, in Wetumpka, Alabama. I I think that's important. So th- just some of my observations. Uh, those of you listening, I would love to to hear what you thought if if you were able to uh, to listen last hour. Now let me say this: if you missed it, 
uh, we had live video going, and Jason will be able to post that for us tonight on our Rumble page. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it'll be there in its in its entirety on our Rumble page this evening, Priority Talk Man on Rumble. We'll we'll put that on our social media, and you can just link right over to it, no problem. Yeah, that's the primo place to be. I agree. So uh, you can watch it for yourself. Uh, it'll also be on our podcast page as well, uh, and that's on all your platforms uh, from uh, Spotify so, and uh, Apple and iHeart and TuneIn. It's it's all there. So we'll we'll post that as well tonight or tomorrow. Wait a minute. So are, you can listen or watch. Are you telling me that there's really no excuse for anybody to miss the show because there's like two? It's two available every. Yeah, day? it's really available now. So we we've been working on that. A lot of you have pushed you us. The show is very available. The audio, the video, it's very available. Now that I'm back in town more, back in studio, the video is much more consistent than it was when I was uh, staying down in Montgomery during the week. You heard him, folks. You have no excuse now. There's just too many ways to catch the show, both video and audio now. But it is time to uh, to zero in on who you're going to vote for. And uh, Tim James will be with us next Thursday. And there are offers out. To, uh, or I'm, have, I'm in talks with a couple of the other candidates to be on as well. We'll see if they do or not. You know that they have they make their choices and look. Some of them work for a living. You know they they've got jobs they have to go show up to. So I, I get it. It can be hard. That doesn't mean they don't want to. Sometimes it just doesn't work. All right, half hour left. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Greg, and I want to take a moment and tell you about my friends at Alabama Reliable Roofing. They're your local roofing expert. Since 1998, they've provided residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. They've got a professional and experienced team that is well-equipped to provide repairs, installation of shingles, and even metal roofs all across north-central Alabama. A roof is important. It's one of the major investments of your life in your home or your business or your church, and you need to call a company who you know can handle the job. They've got extensive years of experience, and you can rest assured that they will meet and exceed your expectations. Whether your roof has suffered storm damage and needs repairs, or you just need a new roof installed, or maybe you just need an inspection and know what the next steps are, the professional technicians from Alabama Reliable Roofing can handle the job. Call owner Jeff Harding personally at 205-369-9630. Jeff will personally manage every job. He'll be at your home or your place of business managing the job. 205-369-9630. Talk to Jeff for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. It's Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... It's a beautiful Wednesday evening. Hope you're able to enjoy that a little bit. Many of you probably headed out to uh, church, prayer meeting here in a little bit. Beautiful night for it. Bible class. This is the kind of night if I was uh, pastoring, I would be wanting to take the prayer group out and go maybe do a little prayer walking around the campus. Well, just in the parking lot. Beautiful. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just kind of go out and do a little prayer walking or maybe let's take our chairs outside. Um, Whether it was the adults or the youth group, it wouldn't matter. Hey, let's uh, go to Jim Corey real quick with Fox Mortgage. And, uh, Jim, it's a beautiful evening. I bet it's a beautiful evening uh, there at Fox Mortgage as well. How are you guys doing? 
Oh, we're just doing absolutely phenomenal and just, like everybody says, enjoying the beautiful weather. And just uh, want to give a heads up on what's going on in the mortgage. On our side, is uh, we've got one more day for the appraisal reimbursement on a purchase. That ends tomorrow. But the uh, $2,500 uh, down payment assistance, or just use it towards closing costs on purchases on folks that make less than 60000 $60, a year. That's going to go on for a while. We don't know how long. So anyway, just want to get that message out one more time and uh, let everybody know we're, right. we're here to take those applications. So less than $60,000, um, you can get this $2,500 credit toward the cost mm-hmm. or toward the closing. And you got Absolutely. The, the, but the free appraisal, they need to call you today or tomorrow and get in on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Today's about in it because we're all heading out to church ourselves. We got revival going. <laughs> amen, amen. Two zero five six six one sixty eight sixty eight. That's Fox Mortgage. Uh, Jim Corey. Hope you guys will give him a call. Give the phone number, Jim. Six six one six eight six eight. Fox got Mortgage. It. Where we're quick as a fox. You got it. Two zero five two six one six eight six eight. Jim. God bless you, man. Have a good evening. All right. Take care. All righty. Yeah. What a what a fine guy he is, man. All the team there. Good good people. Oh, it was fun to talk to too. Yeah, absolutely. I love talking to Jim. Uh, always. He and he's he's always pointing on the guy knows what he's doing, and I tell you this, he is always searching for an advantage for his clients. Always. He 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 is searching, researching, finding all the angles. You know, some some folks in this business they just sort of got their cut and dried method, and that's just the way they do it. And you you fit in their box, um, but he's out finding lots of different boxes that uh, we can get into for the deal that'll work best for you. So look, uh, even under 60000 in uh, household income, uh, you're able to uh, purchase a home and, uh, hey, that $2,500 could be really, really beneficial for closing costs or toward the purchase price as well. And, hey, reimbursement on a um, on your appraisal, that that's just money back in your pocket right there. Okay, um, Fox Mortgage, you guys give them a call. They'll take care of you anywhere across the northern half of Alabama, if you hear me. Uh, they can work with you. They're, they're based out of the 205, but they work with the 256s all the time. So don't hesitate to call them. They'll get the closing near you. They'll work with local people. They'll bring the closing to you. They can do mobile closings, get them right to you. He's talked about it before. All righty. Um, Lindy Blanchard was here last hour, as we said. Check that out uh, later this evening. Uh, our Facebook feed's there now. You can watch it there. You just have to. It, it wouldn't come up, though, till we finish here. It would be there. But then the Rumble page will be there soon. We'll put that on our social media outlets, and you can just click straight through to it, and you can watch it. Uh, it won't be streaming. It'll be a professional uh, you know, video. It'll be It'll there. be a little bit more compressed, more concise. Yes, yes. It'll, it'll work better. So this evening, after church or whatever, if you want to just kind of uh, pull it up on your phone or your pad or throw it up on your television, uh, you can see uh, her here with me. And look, that's why we're doing these interviews, and I'm going to tell you it. It's a little odd for them to come in and stay an hour. That That's not the typical kind of interviews they get to do for television and such. Um, you know, to come in and sit for an hour and share your whole story and, and then talk about issues, you get, a, you get a good feel for someone. You really can. Um, you know, not as much as if you got to spend days with them, but when you hear somebody talk for an hour, you'll get a, you'll get a feel for what kind of person they are. And, and I feel like I did. I got a good feel. Um, and we covered, I think, most all of the uh, the issues. I had a few notes made, and honestly, the callers, you guys asked the questions that I was going to ask, 
which is good because I normally hear, well, Greg, you were asking all the questions I wanted to ask. I like it when you guys call in. And so I appreciate uh, you guys being so proactive and making sure. I hated it for our last caller that we just couldn't understand the young man. I think we couldn't understand him. And I I hate that because I really would like to have heard what he was asking, but it just was not, um, it wasn't clear enough to me to know what what his comment was or what his question was. So uh, I apologize for that. I wish we could have uh, got got clearer on that. But uh, we do appreciate it. Yeah, gas tax, grocery tax, I, I feel like she um, you know, has got the right spots on those. We talked immigration. Um, you know, there, there's, um, yeah, I think all the Republicans are pretty, you know, got a good stand on that. I, I haven't seen any of them that are serious candidates that are, that are soft on illegals in the state and the drain it can bring upon us and uh, how that's got to be stopped and the governors have all got to work together and you've got to work with ICE and you know I, I think that's pretty much standard I did watch the debate last night that was done up in Huntsville uh, my friend Scott Beeson was one of the moderators of that of that debate they did a great job I don't know who the lady was that was with him she was outstanding as well and the candidates behaved themselves they stayed on the time schedule there was only one little dust up and that was between Dean Odell and Lou Burdett and, and Dean Odell sort of accused Lou Burdett of using his talking points, almost like stealing his material. And, and, and Lou Burdett came back at him and said, hey, I'm not really following your campaign that closely, so if you've, used, if you've quoted those stats, then you know, more power to you. But I'm not really, uh, I haven't seen your, your commercial, and I'm not really uh, following your campaign that closely. So um, sorry about that. <laughs> and Tim James said, hey, if you guys want to settle this right now, I'll step out of the way. He was in between them. So that was about the only little dust-up uh, that I would say there was. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot of back and forth between the candidates. There's too many of them. What, were there um, seven of them up there? Yeah, seven. And so, you know, it was more like them giving their answers and, uh, you know, gi- giving their one-minute or two-minute thoughts. It wasn't a lot of back and forth. Now, that would be wonderful to have if one of these candidates are able to make it to a runoff with Governor Ivey. It would be wonderful sometime in June to have a, 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 a debate between the two candidates, the governor and the challenger. Yeah, but money. And, and let them talk and let them, let them interact with one another. And let, let's, let's dig down. That's why I think a, a, a runoff is a good thing. Yeah. But I don't know if the governor is going to uh, debate. I don't no. think she's going. She didn't four years ago. You know how that money will uh, tie up a politician's lips. Real quick, shut them down. Well, I, j- I just think... Um, you know what's funny, though? They feel like they're in the lead. Uh, candidates, they feel like they're in the lead, and and I'm going to coast, and I'm not going to risk it. But is that really what we want in our leader? Is somebody that won't risk it and is in the lead and just going to coast to victory? Huh. She's got the war chest. Why not? Yeah. Too many, too many other things happening in the background that a lot of people don't know about, and uh, if she just stays quiet. She's got that seat again. But you know what? It's funny, though. One thing that, that, that I've been covering politics for a long time. You have as well. And when Lindy was here a minute ago, and she said something that really kind of took me by surprise, and I've never heard anybody else run for public office before say, Alabama is the fourth most corrupt, corrupt. state mm-hmm. in the United States. Now, I knew we ranked somewhere in the top ten, which, I, I mean, I hate to say that. Yeah. And I, it's, and it's, a, it's kind of a shameful admission. But at the same time, it's like 
at what point do our own residents wake up and realize that, that if you don't get involved in this, it's going to stake her up. Yeah, and I, I'm not disputing that number. I would just like to know where it comes from. So I'm looking here. True, uh, true. I well, mean, I'd like to know that too. So, kind of the so source here's of that. so here's uh, here's one. And that's the first time I've heard uh, you know someone run for office actually say that. Here's one of our lo- our local news um, saying, and this is from 2015. This article saying that this was a Harvard study. So, Harvard. Mm-hmm. So that that's one place that's coming from anyway. Is that the school where everyone talks like this? Hello, I'd like a hamburger from the lunchroom line, please, here in Harvard. <laughs> so that, I'm assuming that's where that comes from, is maybe this Harvard study. Plate of nachos and some uh, fish eggs. I see a couple of different uh, outlets reporting it to that. So uh, we're going to assume that is the uh, the source is... Uh, is Harvard study. Okay, just kind of, uh, yeah, because you're right. I, I mean, I've heard people say we're one of the most corrupt states and all this. And uh, well, I've I can never... agree. I can agree with that statement, though. I really can. From what I've witnessed firsthand over these last couple of decades, oh, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, also, we wanted to, uh, you know, she says follow the money, and that is so true. Uh, That's you, for you, everything. Yeah, always. I mean, the love of money is the root of all kinds of exactly the love of money yeah not money money itself is not evil that's a tool but the love of money which is so tempting to so many people is is the uh is the the root of the evil and and it's hard for hard for many of us to say that we don't that we we we're not tempted by the love of money okay so it's easy to look at politicians or or, or 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 wealthier people and think, oh, they're just all about money. Well, on some level, we all are tempted by money. Of course, to want more, to desire more, uh, and so that that's a temptation that is common to man, certainly. Uh, but in politics, it certainly does play out uh, pretty strongly, and you do got to follow the money and so i i think what she said was very smart hey go look up do a little research find out where the uh where the money's coming from that's the thing getting people to research you got to do it folks got to do it you do or you've got to count on some people to do it for you which is not the best option no no you definitely don't want any of the the the, the area television stations (laughs) doing that because they're 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 too scared to 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 say anything against any politician or anyone running for political office yeah they get in on it as well uh, but but where the money comes from is very important. Um, you know, everybody has to be funded. And, you know, it is sort of a shame that a, that a, just a common person has a difficulty running for office, okay, especially a statewide office. Um, you know, you heard Miss Blanchard say that, She's funding her own campaign. She's only had about $60,000, she said, in campaign donations. She's funding her own campaign. She's able to do that. Now, you heard she came from very humble beginnings, and she glossed over her her business successes, but her and her husband have uh, been very successful, and she's able to do that. But what about a common person who wants to run for, even to run for a House seat or to run for a a senator seat, uh, even to run for a county commission? I mean... It takes money, and when you when you go to run, you need money to even get 
in the race. You got to pay several thousand dollars to even get in the race. And battle the Montgomery Click. You know, to even qualify at several thousand dollars. Or the the Click in their own hometowns. You know. And then you got to have some signs. You know, at the very basics, even for a local race, you got to have some signs. Uh, you got to travel around. You got to have some door hangers. They got to come talk to me. Then you start talking about a statewide race. Then you know, or even a senator race. You're talking. You got to have some billboards. They got to come get an interview with you. You got to have yeah. You when you got to have some TV commercials. If you're going to win a governor, you got to have you got to have TV commercials. And you got to be on with Greg Davis. You can't win you without it. So it's sort of a shame that a common person can't run without taking money. Because those people that have ulterior motives and, and a lot of times evil motives, they're standing there ready to give you the money. Well, and not only that, but the, the this time of year, the television and the radio stations, man, they are up in that price on the charges to run your commercials, too. They really are. You would be, you folks would be shocked at, at just what some of the ro- local radio stations charge, let alone what the television stations charge, for something that's handed to them that they don't have to work on. Yeah. It's already a finished spot. It's part of it. I have no idea what uh, the ones oh, you hear. Insane. Well, I, as far as on our show, I have no idea what what they pay. I, I don't either. I, for I, us, I'm, I'm not even in it. I hear when I hear it, it's the first time you hear it. It's the first time I've heard it. Same I'm, here. I'm totally out yeah. of that. Uh, those those happen without our uh, our involvement at all. Yeah, but we just I, we just do the show. But it's difficult for a common person to think about running for office without taking money from somebody, you know. Um, and so when you start taking money. Then you start getting into, then you start getting uh, leveraged, and and it's the it's the dirty cycle of the political world, and so you hear candidates saying we got to clean this up. You know, Lou Burdett's been harping on that. Lou's a normal guy, you know, and he's 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 done okay, but Lou's not a wealthy wealthy man by any means, and uh, he's saying, look, I'm not going to take any big money. I think he's he limited campaign contributions to ten thousand dollars. Which is still a, a bunch of money, but not when you compare it to uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars that, say, Governor Ivey's receiving and other candidates are receiving from from big business or big uh, uh, big special interest. And and it does make a difference because those people don't give that money out of the goodness of their heart. They give that money because they expect something for it. And so you might take it thinking I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell out to that, even though I took their money. I'm still gonna do the right thing. But then you start going, okay, to get reelected, I'm going to have to uh, do some of what they want me to do because if I don't, they're going to give the money to somebody else who's going to run against me. And if I get not elected, then that person's going to be more corrupt than I am. So they justify it to themselves that I need to be here because I'm making a difference. And the next person that comes, they're going to be worse than me because they're taking that money and they're not going to be nearly as righteous and honest as I am. So that's how they start justifying it, and then they feel like they got to do enough to satisfy those people, uh, not go overboard, but but do enough to keep to to keep them on board with them, and that they don't go put their money into someone else, and that's how the compromise, that's how the slide happens, and then over the course of two or three campaigns and 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 legislative cycles quadriniums then all of a sudden you look back and you're not even the same person you were when you got there you know i had, I had an admission that that's I, how it works i have an admission though that this happened back in january and i didn't really tell you about it i got a phone call uh basically telling me i could not run because i'm too handsome 
it would ruin the chances for everyone else. Well, so I can believe that. I was gracious enough. I thought, oh, all right, all right, this time I'll let someone else get in and throw their hat in the ring. But next time, I'm sorry, but the looks just going to have to shine. Too handsome. I all am right. too handsome. Our final break of the day. If you got thoughts, call us now, 205-941-1011. We'll be right back. We'll be here until the top of the hour. Stay with us. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212055. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage president, Jim Corey. I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially and then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility and I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So He's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage and President Jim Corey, they create lasting relationships with their clients. Young adults call on Jim for their mortgage needs because their parents enjoyed an excellent mortgage experience maybe years ago. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call Jim and his team at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. Call them at 205-661-6868. Hi, this is Steve Arterburn, the author of The 7-Minute Marriage Solution. You're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Our last few moments together here on this beautiful Wednesday evening. Hey, get your kids to church tonight. Get them in Awanas, get them in Truth Kids, get them in Bible study, whatever it is. Get them out. Get them to youth group. Come on now. Make the effort. Make the effort. Get yourself there as well. All right. Hope everybody has had a great, great day. We enjoyed the program today very much. Uh, Thanks to Lisa Hogan with Save a Life in Birmingham for calling in at the top of the hour. And um, we had a nice conversation about uh, Planned Parenthood of the Southeast suspending abortion services at the Planned Parenthood clinics in Alabama and Georgia. So that makes makes North Alabama Planned Parenthood abortion-free. Now, there's other places... Okay. There's other smaller abortion clinics, but they uh, don't typically do nearly the numbers that a Planned Parenthood does. So uh, we can't say we're abortion-free, but we're Planned Parenthood abortion-free right now. So that's really good news. Support your local uh, pregnancy resource center, your crisis pregnancy center, that group in your community. Man, go get involved. Support them. And thanks to Lindy Blanchard for joining us during the first hour and discussing uh, her candidacy for governor. Yeah, we really got to know her. I, I learned a lot about her. I did not know. Um, I, I, and it was good to know. As we all try to make informed decisions about who we plan to vote for come 
May 24. And um, so I appreciate her coming, and she said uh, she would definitely come back. So uh, we'll see how that works out, uh, especially if she were to make the runoff. Then uh, we'll look forward to having her uh, back with us. Tim James will be here next Thursday. There are other conversations and offers out there. So um, we'll see which ones of those come through. All I can do is tell you what's on the schedule currently. And for Governor, Tim James will be with us next week on Thursday afternoon. Uh, Hey, George Barna will be back with us on Friday. It's been a little while since George has been with us. He's been off. He's been away. But he's back. Love George. Going to be back on our regular schedule. The great uh, researcher, George Barna, of uh, faith, church, culture. George Barna will be back with us on Friday, and his visits are always compelling. All right, if you missed our uh, conversation here in studio with Lindy Blanchard, she was here with me. You can uh, catch that on our podcast uh, later on this evening or in the morning, our audio podcast. That's at all your major platforms. And then also it will be uh, the video of it will be on our Rumble page. All right. That's Priority Talk Man on Rumble. Is that correct? Si, senor. And we will post that on our uh, social medias, Priority Talk, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The links are all there. We'll post it and you can just click straight through to it. All right. We'll try to make it easy for you. I would encourage you, watch watch it. Not just watch it, share it. Yeah, share, watch, but get yourself informed, okay? You can share it for free and watch it for free. If, uh, if she's been someone you've been considering to vote for, this might be just what you need. And um, if you have been considering, it might be just what you need as well. Maybe you, you might learn just what you need to know which way you need to vote when it comes to Lindy Blanchard. Uh, I was impressed with her. I, I was impressed with her. And uh, I think she's... Uh, uh, offers a lot to our state, and I, I really, really hope that uh, in Alabama, I think in all of our statewide races, I hope we have runoffs. I think those are very healthy to have a two-person race and really narrow down uh, on the issues. You know, sometimes someone can get elected um, with a once everybody once there's eight candidates out of the race it's interesting to see where those uh, other eight where their where their supporters and their voters who do they go with and and i think that's worth seeing so uh, when it narrows down to two people it's a much cleaner decision at that point and uh, hopefully we'd be to have a two-person debate uh, i don't think that's going to happen though it had to be a one-person debate if there is a uh, runoff for governor if it's lindy james or whoever they should just show up and have a debate and leave an empty podium if the governor won't show up. You should debate. We'll be back on Thursday, everybody. God bless.